When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District and also St. Mary Magdalene Parish serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh. This morning, we travel to the South Hills of Pittsburgh, my local area, hometown, and the beautiful campus of Seton LaSalle Catholic High School in Mount Lebanon. Seton LaSalle takes a well-rounded approach to preparing students for success in higher education and beyond. The school focuses not only on academic excellence, but it helps students develop their passions, skills, intellect, and spiritual life. Offering more than 20 athletic programs in 40 clubs, Seton LaSalle also lives up to its motto in faith and charity through spiritual formation and service opportunities. St. LaSalle was established back in 1979 through the merger of an all-boys South Hills Catholic High School and the all-girls Elizabeth Seton High School. They have many distinguished alumni, including four bishops, two named this past year. My guests this morning are Lisa Osterhaus, who is the president of St. LaSalle Catholic High School, and Lauren Martin, who is the principal. Lisa and Lauren, welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you. Thanks, Father Tom. Good to be back. And St. LaSalle is very near and dear to my heart because I'm a South Hills guy. I, I grew up in the Carrick uh, section of the city, and three of my nephews, uh, Matthew, Michael, and Thomas Stank, all graduated through Seton uh, over the years. So very, very near and dear to the Burke and to the Dank families. Now, Lisa, uh, first, give our listeners a brief overview of where your students come from, some of what they've learn and do in their four years and where they go after graduating from Seton? Sure, absolutely. Uh, We have a very diverse community. We have students that come to us from over 29 different school districts around the area. And every student's experience is a little different, but the one thing we say is that Seton LaSalle is a place where you can be many things. You can be challenged academically, you can be involved in more, more than one sport or activity. In fact, we encourage that. And you can try new things for the first time. So, you know, in addition to being president, I'm also a school mom. My son graduated um, in 2019 and my daughter is a senior here. And my son went to college with 16 AP credits, which is the equivalent of basically a semester of school. So, you know, if, if you're looking for an act, a rigorous academic experience, you can find that here as well. Um, 
our students go to college all over the country. We have students that have gone on to West Point, the Naval Academy, Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, Villanova, UNC Chapel Hill, and Cornell in recent years. And we also have a large number of students who like to stay closer to home and attend universities such as the University of Pittsburgh, Penn State, Duquesne, St. Francis, Carlo LaRoche, and St. Vincent's College. Wow. So they come from all over. That's great. And uh, now, Lisa, you have boost enrollment, uh, which is wonderful uh, to hear, especially in, in this day of age. Uh, what's behind the increase and what are the new students and parents telling you what's drawing them uh, to Seton LaSalle? Well, it's hard to pinpoint the exact cause. Uh, I believe the fact that we are mission driven um, is a, a big draw. I mean, we say all the time and we said that the last time we were on this show that we are authentically Catholic and um, that's what we do here every day. And everything we do is driven by the mission of being a Catholic high school. So, you know, in my mind, that's probably what is helping Catholic schools in general right now. I'm sure you've seen the news that there has been an uptick in enrollment at Catholic schools because of everything going on in the world and what your parents have seen that is happening in public schools um, during the pandemic when kids were learning at home. So I think that parents are looking for schools that share their family's values and not only for St. LaSalle, but for Catholic schools everywhere. I think that this is a real opportunity for, um, for Catholic education in general. And I'm really excited about that. I also think, you know, we were open and as for most of the schools in the diocese for five day per week in-person learning last year, when a lot of public schools couldn't figure out a, a way to make that happen. And uh, we had a number of families transfer in who were very frustrated with their public districts. So I think, you know, those things have certainly had an impact. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, um, we have a great team of people here and, you know, working with really good people and doing purpose-filled, mission-driven work is not only exciting, but, you know, everything works better when you're surrounded by good people. Yeah, and and uh, Lisa, kudos to you and Lauren and your whole staff there at Seat Myself, along with Michelle Peduto, Anna Torrance, and the whole Diocese of Pittsburgh. I heard that as a pastor here in the inner city, you know, with the public schools being um, closed during COVID, families wanted their kids in person, and right. the Catholic schools, they were open. Right. Um, and even despite some challenges, uh, the in-person really made a difference. And I, I've seen that as a pastor and, and living in the city of Pittsburgh, being from the South Hills, my parents still live there. My sister still lives there. People, the parents, they want, and the kids want to be in the classroom. So kudos uh, to your staff. I know it wasn't easy, but you didn't miss a heartbeat on that. And that's why people are being flocked uh, to the Catholic school. So kudos to you for doing that. Now, Lauren, St. LaSalle offers a college preparatory um, curriculum that you describe as an authentically Catholic education. I like that. What do you mean by authentically Catholic education? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that. And I, I think Lisa just touched on it a little bit um, when she said, you know, we're, we're mission driven. And, you know, part of our, all of our mission is to take the students that we have here and prepare them for a life where they can realize heaven when they're at the end of it, we hope, right? So um, from the college preparatory aspect, um, we want to make sure that when our students graduate here, they can get into and succeed in a post-secondary institution. Um, and, you know, Lisa gave a, a list of what some of those look like. Um, and, and that's the college prep part of it. But we also want to make sure that our content 
is grounded in Catholic foundational principles and that we're holding true to the Catholic identity of the school. So our, should, our students should expect, regardless of the class that they're in, that not just their theology classes, that they are viewing their content through the lens of Catholic ideals of truth and beauty. So whether they're in um, a geometry class or they're in their history class or they're in their English class, that that religion piece that's so important to our identity as a Catholic school is going to be interwoven in there. Hmm. Now, Lauren, 98% of your graduates go on to college. That's a phenomenal number. And they also receive a lot of grants and scholarships. Can you tell us about that assistance? Because I'm sure that really helps. Sure. Well, part of that goes back to that college prep curriculum. So um, when we're looking at our students' ability to get into school, we also want to make sure that um, if at all possible, they can qualify for these scholarships and the tuition assistance by the grades that they're receiving. Uh, many of them are um, indicative of their achievement while they're at Seton LaSalle. And many of these college scholarships are based on GPAs, based on um, involvement in school, involvement in the community. Um, some of them are based on community service. So we want to make sure that our students have all those opportunities to apply for and receive these scholarships. Um, you know, their parents invest a lot of money in Seat LaSalle uh, to make sure that they get that good experience when they're in high school. And we want to make sure that we can allow them to turn that around and not have to pay that entire college bill. Sure. Yeah, that's and every little bit helps with that. Now, Lauren, four future bishops have walked the halls and graduated from Seat LaSalle or its predecessor school, South Hills Catholic. Uh, most recently, Bishop-elect Mark Ekman uh, was being the latest uh, priest from Pittsburgh to be uh, elevated to uh, auxiliary bishop. The others, Bishop David Bonner, who's uh, in Youngstown, Archbishop uh, Bernie Hebda, who's at St. Paul, Minneapolis, and also Bishop uh, Daniel Lippert, who comes from the class of 1975. Four future bishops walked the halls of where you are at at St. LaSalle. That's phenomenal. Describe uh, how you help uh, your students with their spiritual formation. Sure. I, again, I think it goes back to that mission-driven piece and making sure that we're exposing our students to those um, Catholic foundational principles wherever they are in the building, um, whether that's through uh, visuals that they have in their classrooms, um, you know, making sure the mission statement is everywhere, making sure that we have um, Catholic iconic presence throughout the building, but also you know, inviting them to be a part of our ministry program. Our students are the ones reading at mass, singing at mass, serving at mass. Uh, they're helping to choose the readings and the music, uh, working with our music director and our liturgical ministers with those things. Um, you know, they're writing and they're leading our daily school prayer, uh, you know, starting every morning with a prayer that everyone gets to say together and, you know, making them a, an active participant in that. And, um, you know, something else to note, and it, it's, phenomenal to, to look at four future bishops that, that have come out of this school. Um, we also have 83 other graduates um, going back to both South Hills Catholic and Elizabeth Seton and then the combination of Seton LaSalle who have dedicated their lives as, as religious people. Yes. And, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that says a lot too about their devotion to their faith. And I credit, uh, Elizabeth uh, Seton High School was run by the Sisters of Charity and South Hills Catholic High School is run by the Christian Brothers. 
you know, and I really credit that faith and that foundation, the morals, their values that they instilled uh, in the two separate schools and then blending uh, Elizabeth Seton and John De La Salle um, to become Seton LaSalle High School, uh, to build that foundation for young men and women and to have, you know, four bishops now, plus, you know, countless many religious uh, men and women who graduated from the, the previous uh, schools uh, prior to the merger. Um, that, that, that's where it starts, especially during high school times. Uh, being teenagers, obviously, is not an easy time. And to instill the, the faith, the morals, the values, the prayer, the extracurricular activities, um, that really sets a young person in their life. So I, I really credit the faculty and the staff uh, previously and, and currently uh, for building those morals and values. We have lots more to talk about. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Bark here on KDK Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District and St. Mary Magdalene Parish in the East End. This Sunday morning, we are featuring Seton LaSalle Catholic High School in Mount Lebanon. And my guests this morning are Lauren Martin, who is the principal, and Lisa Osterhaus, who is the president at Seton LaSalle in Mount Lebanon. Lauren, one of your teachers was honored recently with the prestigious Golden Apple Award uh, for Catholic Education. Tell us about her and why this award is so important. Yeah, we were very excited about this. Uh, Mrs. Milani DiPietro Guffrell won the award uh, this past school year. Um, and she's, you know, one example of a, a building full of phenomenal teachers who are really dedicated to Catholic education first. Um, and then, you know, she holds her students to a high academic standard. Uh, she supports them when they need to be supported. Um, but, you know, she's also dedicated to making sure that we fulfill the mission of our school um, you know, and, and it's really telling on, on her end. She actually, um, from our teacher's standpoint, she was voted the Catholic educator in the building by her peers as well. So I know that this award for her was very meaningful that her peers nominated her and then the diocese read through her application and really thought that she embodied that on, the, on behalf of high school teachers in the diocese. And, um, you know, she's one of five in the last, I think, nine or 10 years from Seton LaSalle, who's gotten that award. So she gets five of them. Wow. Yep. So it's really, it's really awesome. I'm, we're very blessed with the faculty that we have here. And kudos to her for receiving that prestigious award. Now, Lisa, you offer more than 20 sports and 40 clubs and with 85% of your students participating in two or more of the extracurricular activities, they are getting a lot of different experiences. Uh, as you mentioned in the first segment, um, you're not also, you're not only the, the president of the school, but you also are a mom. Uh, your daughter is a senior and your son uh, graduated from St. LaSalle. How will these activities help uh, your son and daughter uh, and the, the students uh, in their life? Well, I, I think that, you know, learning to balance and juggle school and academics and whatever activities and sports uh, students are involved with, along with, you know, possible work schedules they might have, you know, learning that those time management skills and uh, learning to be part of a team and work collaboratively with people in high school helps set 
students up for success in college. So, you know, if I look at my own children, my son was student council president for three years during his time here, and he was captain of the golf team his senior year. Now he's at Clemson and he's vice president of his honors business fraternity. And I truly believe that the leadership experiences he had during his time at Seton LaSalle have helped prepare him um, for the opportunities that he now has in college. Um, My daughter ran cross country and played lacrosse for the very first time when she came to St. LaSalle. So not only did that help her make friends when she was in a new school, um, but it gave her confidence to be able to do something new for the first time and feel some success at it. And it has helped her manage her, you know, her time and be able to juggle work, school and activities. And, you know, There are so many struggles that kids in college have today, and I think the pandemic has only made it worse. And it's really important to to learn these self-help skills and self-care skills and be able to do these things on your own. Because when you get to college, you want to have all the tools in your toolbox to be set up for success. Yeah. And as I mentioned in the first segment, I've had three uh, of my nephews uh, go through Seton LaSalle. Michael Dank graduated back in uh, 2010. Michael was very active in volleyball. Matthew uh, graduated in 2016. He was uh, in the school musicals. And most recently, my nephew, uh, Thomas Stank, uh, graduated this past year, uh, 2021. He was uh, on the baseball team. So all of my nephews were very active in sports or in, in the arts or music. And it's just so important. You have the academics, but the social skills, the extracurricular activities, and that really prepares them uh, for the road ahead. And I just think that with Seton Cell having over 20 sports and over 40 clubs, uh, there's such a diverse option for students to to participate um, in that. And definitely, it definitely prepares them for the future. So uh, kudos to Seton LaSalle for doing that. Now, Lauren, Seton LaSalle's motto is, school motto is in faith and charity. How do you teach and demonstrate that your students uh, and how do they live that out in faith and charity? Yeah, that's a good question um, because one of the things that our faculty Um, and staff really prides themselves on is being role models. Um, You know, this year in particular, when we were um, looking at our our sort of themes for the year, um, our our focus this year and bringing kids back from um, doing education through a pandemic, which was a first, was really looking at Christ the teacher and being able to emulate that to all of our students that are here and in the classrooms. Um, And then giving our students the opportunity to discuss their faith openly. Um, in classroom discussions, and again, not just in theology classes, but then also um, that we're encouraging them and, and holding them to that value of charity um, and, and getting them out in their communities, um, even in their own homes. You know that you know it's not just about uh, the service within the community, but sometimes making sure within our own families that we're living that out charitably and constantly um, encouraging them to participate in those acts as a way to uh, realize their, you know, personal call to holiness and making sure that we give them those opportunities to do it. Sure, sure. Yeah, definitely. Now, Lauren, you're a host high school for the Crossroads Foundation, uh, and their executive director, S.S. Steve, uh, was on the show recently, and, and Crossroads is a wonderful, wonderful program. How is that partnership going with Crossroads and Seton LaSalle? Oh, we love working with the Crossroads Foundation. Um, their program is 
is so very good for the students that they work with and um, the the support that they provide their students is phenomenal. Um, this incoming freshman class or the freshman class we have right now, I think has the largest number of Crossroads students in it since I've been at St. LaSalle. Um, wow. And every year we just see that number growing and that is really exciting for us because we know what a great job Crossroads does. Um, and we you know love the communities and, and the families that they serve. And, you know, the more opportunities we have to continue that partnership, the, the better our schools are going to be. And uh, just to re- refresh people's memories, the Crossroads Foundation is a local foundation here in Pittsburgh. And uh, the students who are in the Crossroads program are called scholars and they, they, they get uh, a quality Catholic education. And there's a lot of um, support uh, with, their, with their parents and study skills, life skills. And uh, for St. LaSalle to be one of the, the host schools to participate in the Crossroads Foundation for these students who normally would probably not be able to attend uh, a Catholic uh, elementary or high school, um, the, the Crossroads Foundation helps uh, Catholic high school education students uh, get that. So it's a wonderful, wonderful program. I'm so glad that, that St. LaSalle is one of the host schools and and seeing the, the enrollment boost uh, for that is a great program. Now, we just have about a minute and a half left, uh, Lisa, for students and families who are interested in learning more about St. LaSalle Catholic High School, how can they get in touch with you and perhaps uh, set up a tour? Sure. Thanks for asking. Um, we have all sorts of information on our school website, which is www.slshs.org. But the easiest way to learn more is probably just to connect directly with our director of admissions. And her name is Bridget Kennedy Risk. And she can be reached via email at admissions at slshs.org or by calling the school directly at 412 561 3583. And she would be very happy to set up a personalized tour or a meeting or a Zoom. We really customize each experience depending on the needs of the family. And as I mentioned, uh, I'm a South Hills guy, grew up in Carrick. So I'm very familiar with McNeely Road, where um, St. LaSalle is located at your location. Uh, you're right there on the Mount Lebanon, Dormont, Castle Shannon, uh, Brookline border. Uh, just a location easily accessible to uh, from Route 51, 88 McNeely Road, West Liberty Avenue. Uh, it's it's right in the center of the South Hills. So It's real close to the South Hills, too. So it's very very easy to get to. We're on a beautiful 26 acre campus and um, it's, it's a great, great place. Yeah. Lisa Osterhaus, the president and Lauren Martin, the principal at Seton LaSalle. Thank you for being with us uh, this morning. Thanks so much for having us. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are featuring, uh, this weekend is the end of the regular liturgical season. We always celebrate at the end the Feast of Christ the King. Next uh, Sunday begins the season of Advent and in a whole new uh, liturgical uh, season of readings. And this morning's Gospel of John, uh, we see that John declares before Pilate that he is indeed a king, but his kingdom is not like the kingdoms of this world. And Pilate wants to know what Jesus' intentions are. And Jesus affirms that he has a kingdom and those who belong to the truth uh, know what Jesus is. 
This part of the gospel contains a, a section from what we call the passion narrative. Jesus is being interrogated by Pilate, and he did not come to establish political sovereignty, but to hear and witness the truth of God's eternal and universal sovereignty. So when we think of royalty and kings and riches, Jesus is Christ the king, but in a different way with love and compassion and looking out for the poor and the less fortunate. So have a great Sunday. We'll be back in two weeks. Thanks for listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.